Hello everyone, my name is Major, and welcome to episode 19 of The Heat Code. In today's episode, we are going to be previewing the Miami Heat's first round matchup against the Atlanta Hawks. So let's jump in to how I think this series will go. Now the first thing I just want to mention to get this out of the way is Victor Oladipo. He, in all honesty, is not going to have a massive impact on these playoffs, if really an impact at all. He is not going to have significant or meaningful minutes in any of these playoff series if they go according to how Miami wants them to go. This first-round series against the Atlanta Hawks is his best opportunity to play meaningful minutes, and those will only come in situational instances like if Trey Young is on fire or Duncan is just playing terrible, Gabe Vincent's playing terrible, Struess is playing terrible, and we just need someone in and try something different, we could throw Depot in and see if he starts hitting some threes and if he plays lockdown defense on Trey Young. But anything Depot gives us in this playoffs is going to be a benefit. We do not need to rely on him at all. Spo has basically already said that the playoff rotation is going to be how the rotation was in that six-game win streak when everyone was playing. Depot was not a part of that. Depot is going to be a great player next season when he has a little bit more time to rehab, can get a little bit better chemistry, but he is not what this Miami Heat team needs right now. So as much as we all love Depot, we want him to play, we want him to contribute, Just don't expect too much from him. Now, I'll celebrate if he proves me wrong. He goes out there, puts on a show, keeps earning playoff minutes. I will be happy. I just don't have high expectations, and I would just advise y'all to not get too high hopes on Olodipo having a big impact on these playoffs. Now, as far as how I think this series against the Atlanta Hawks will go, I think we need to look at the defensive side of the ball for both teams. The Atlanta Hawks were a terrible defensive team in the regular season, and now that they might be missing John Collins and Clint Capella, their defensive woes can just get exposed even more. Trey Young needs to give a little bit more effort on the defensive side. He can't just be getting cooked and not really care about it. That can work in the regular season if you're dropping 30 points. But in the playoffs, if you're dropping 30 and giving up 27, that's not a massive impact. People get hunted more in the playoffs. So it's been highlighted with Hero, Struess, and Duncan, how they'll just get hunted. And that is true. But we can hunt Trey Young just as well as they can hunt our players. The difference is, To back up Duncan, Struess, or Tyler Hero, we have incredible defenders around him to back them up to make sure even if they get beat, we still have someone protecting the rim, and it's not just going to be a wide-open layup or a wide-open shot. The issue the Hawks are going to have is that they don't have those defenders to help support someone who is being hunted. So that's why I think we need to look at the defensive side of the ball and see how that affects the whole series. 
We saw in the regular season games that at times the Miami Heat weren't playing great defense, but the Hawks were just so bad on defense that we got wide open shot after wide open shot, and that kept us in the game. Because we know with this Heat team, we have so many different shooters. You cannot just let us shoot threes, especially wide open threes. Our guys will hit them. So the Hawks are going to have to make some defensive changes and really buy in on that defensive side. The Heat are just going to have to play the defense we know they are capable of. Some players to look out for in this series for the Heat are going to be the shooters. So Duncan, Struess, Gabe Vincent, Kyle Lowry even, Tyler Hero, they all are going to have good open looks from three. If they're making them, the Hawks don't stand a chance, in all honesty. We need them to get some good open looks and start hitting those so they can just slide their way into a great playoff run. Now the next person we need to look out for is Bam Adebayo. If Clint Capella and John Collins are not playing, they have no one on their roster that can handle Bam So he should be feasting, and he should be having some big game, not only on the rebounds, the offensive rebounds, and defensive rebounds, but also in the scoring department. Now that is my super short recap of how I think this series will go and who to look out for and what to look for to see who's going to win this series. Now I already sent out a tweet saying of who I thought would win these first-round series in the NBA playoffs. But we're going to recap them right here real quick. So first, I have Miami in four, and this is more so taking in the Clint Capella injury and the John Collins injury. If they both are back, I would bump it up to Miami Heat in five. Then I do have Toronto in six games over Philly. I just honestly don't trust Philly over the whole course of a series. I think Nick Nurse is a great coach. He has a lot of defensive tools to work with, and they will just never quit. So I have Toronto finding a way to win this series in six games. Then I have Milwaukee in five over the Chicago Bulls. Now, this could very easily be a sweep. But I'm giving the Bulls the benefit of the doubt that they find a way to win one game. They do have some great offensive players. And they have some solid pieces around them as well. There is no way that I see them getting swept and just getting embarrassed in every game. So if the games are staying close, they could pull out one in the end. So I'm going to go with Milwaukee in five on that. Then for the big matchup in the East, I got Boston in seven over the Nets. Now if Ben Simmons is back and playing, the Nets could very easily win this series. But I just feel like Boston has a little bit too much for the Nets especially if Ben Simmons is not playing. Now going to the West, I have the Phoenix Suns in four games over the Pelicans. Just don't think that'll be a competitive series in all honesty. I have Utah in six over the Dallas Mavericks. With Luka being out a couple games at minimum, the Mavericks just aren't going to find a way to win this series, but I could see them pulling out two games. Then I have Golden State in seven games over Denver. I don't know why I have this going seven games. I just have a weird feeling that Jokic will find a way to push 
the Warriors to the max. Then I have Memphis in five over the Minnesota Timberwolves. I think Jaw versus Anthony Edwards will be an incredible back and forth, just high scoring duel. The only way the Timberwolves make some noise in this series is by Anthony Edwards going off. And I am recording this after the first game and Anthony Edwards did go off and the Timberwolves did win that game. Though I'm still sticking with Memphis in five, it could possibly be six. I just expect them to come back and bounce back from that loss. So that is my playoffs recap and how I think this first round is going to go. Now, obviously, I could very much be wrong on all of these. Um, I know Toronto is more of a sleeper pick, but I've been a big fan of Toronto all year. I just love their guys. I love their fight. And I, I've i mentioned how I don't like the 76ers, and I just don't trust them even taking out my emotions of how I don't like their players. Maxi is going to have to be the reason they win this series in a weird way because I just don't trust Harden. And Bede's going to do his thing, but I think he's going to have some off games with all the defensive looks that they can throw at him. So watch for Maxi to have a great series. Once again, he had a great first game. It's just if he can keep that up. So I know I have some interesting picks, and even if it's not interesting in who I have winning the series, maybe how many games it's going, but we'll find out if I'm right. We'll find out if I'm wrong. So we'll just see. We're all just having fun. So I hate it when people disagree and they're just like, oh, you don't know basketball or you're just an idiot because you don't agree with me. No, none of us know anything. They play the games for a reason. These are predictions for a reason and people have different project projections and predictions. It's because we don't know. So just because someone disagrees or has a different opinion doesn't mean they're an idiot. Now you can give them a hard time after you get it right and they get it wrong. But it's not that serious. Just have fun. Remember to have fun on NBA Twitter and talking with your friends. It's all about having fun. And with all that being said, I just want to say thank you for listening. And I do want to apologize for my voice and being a little bit more quiet. My allergies have been getting to me horribly lately, so I'm a little congested. But I just want, really wanted to make a podcast for y'all, talk about my thoughts on the playoffs before this series started. So we will jump in to podcast after each and every playoff game, the Heat play, recapping what I liked and what I didn't like and what I expect to see in the next game. So I hope I'm able to pump out a lot of podcasts for y'all in the next couple weeks as the Heat go on and win the NBA championship. But I just want to say thank you for listening. Share it with your friends. Let me know what you think. Find me at Twitter at Major underscore Passons. And Passons is spelled P-A-S-S-O-N-S. Or if you want the show-specific Twitter, it's at The Heat Code. So thank you for listening. And let's go Heat. Heat in five.